2: Retire your overplayed playlists. You'll never hear the same mix twice on Amp. Amp is a free live radio app where anyone can hop on the mic and play the music they love. So you can discover new-to-you playlists as they're made. Download Amp. That's A-M-P in the App Store.
0: You lead a busy life. The last thing you have time for is shopping, prepping, and cooking a healthy homemade meal. With Chef, enjoy authentic meals freshly prepared by the best local cooks in your community and delivered to your door. No prepping, no cooking, no subscription necessary. It's one less thing to worry about after a long day without sacrificing the quality of a homemade meal. Schedule your meals with a local cook at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S dot com.
3: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off The Mess, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I am your host, Samantha Bush. And, you know, it is technically Bravo Friday, but it's also the day after Thanksgiving, and I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. I know the holidays are very stressful for many of us and for many different reasons. So, you know, my DMs are always open if you need to chat, like, chat or talk or vent or whatever. Like, I'm always here, but... Today is a very special day. I have a guest returning to us. She came on to the podcast very early on when I first started Hot Off The Mess. And uh, she's my best friend in real life. We actually met through Instagram, which is crazy. She wouldn't leave me alone. And I was like, <laughs> fine, I'll finally get drinks with you. Like, huh. <laughs> <sighs> and then we got drinks. She accidentally saw a nude of mine. <laughs> it was, It was like, oh okay, there There, we go. There you are. There there I am. And now we have to be best friends. And yeah, I was like, you have seen this. (laughs) You have seen (laughs) things. So let me introduce her. Her name is Paige Whitman. Hi, Paige. How are you? Hello, Samantha. Good morning. Hi. You are also, okay, you guys, if you remember doomsday (laughs) of 2021, when I got my Instagram disabled, I was, I thought I was doing a nice thing. And I was, you know, people were posting their teacher lists, like to help teachers get everything that they need for their classroom because America is in shambles and that's what has to happen now.
1: Amazon wish lists are what fuel teacher classrooms. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
3: And Paige was like, hey, like, will you share my list? And Because she's a kindergarten teacher. And obviously, like I said, my best friend. So I was like, of course, like, I'll share your list. And I posted it. And I was like, get this hot bitch. <laughs> School supplies. Her stuff up her wish list. Yeah. Yes. And I posted like a hot picture of her that she has posted on her Instagram. Sure have. A little Tatiana. And
1: I was and I got, <laughs> I got banned. <laughs> Disabled. banned. Disabled
3: disabled.
1: A a full 24 hours without Bravo Historian. She had to switch over to her hot off the mess Instagram. It was
3: was really touch and go for a second. I was devastated. And I was like, I was thinking, I was like, what was I doing? Like, what did I post? And all of a sudden I was like, I posted Paige and called her a hot bitch. And Instagram was like, absolutely fucking not. You (laughs) cannot do that. So weird.
1: Right. Oh, God. And I oh, just wow. want to—I just want to point out that the last time I was on the podcast, Sam and I were in relationships. And <laughs> we were and happy. We were happy, and almost—I was almost
3: not in love, but I was feeling feelings. Oh, I
1: was fully in love. You were
3: fully in it. with oh, a yeah.
1: con artist. I was with <laughs> Brooks Ayers. I was a grifter, you were with a Louis. A Louis. You were with And a um, Now, Sam and I both have sneaky links. And we that's do. That's what, how we spend our evenings.
3: <laughs> yeah. Wow. I didn't fully put that together yet. I because you're right. The last time you were on the podcast, we were talking about we were talking about dating as if like it was a pastime. Yeah. Like, we would never. We would, have to we do would do that never again. need a dating app again. Ever. We were oh like, oh, remember those days? We were those fucking. You people. could
1: not have told me that you and I were not going to marry those guys. No. No. Like
3: <laughs> I was like, are you kidding? I was like, this man that I just spent five days with with his family at North? We're Mm -hmm. getting married. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What do you mean? Yeah. No. No, Mm -hmm. we're not. And, okay, I have to – we have to tell this funny story. And we're not going to say his name because just –
1: Legal reasons.
3: Yeah, just like I don't want to do that. Um, Because his sister does know this podcast, and I'm worried that she – listens occasionally oh well um, my
1: ex's mom listens so shout out how are you doing bridget <laughs> <laughs> hey girl <laughs> hey girl
3: you know she was she was great i feel bad that her son is a literal grifter um so Paige and i we have never i have never run into my ex in the wild ever uh-huh. i I have, you know, like I, I've never run into any ex. It's so weird.
1: And they all live downtown by you.
3: They all live by me. Like we frequent the same places and I've never seen them. Okay. I am out and about and I run into Paige's ex-boyfriend and I was like, Oh my God, this is so weird. I didn't know what to do. Literally all the color drained from my face the person I was with at the time was like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not. And so obviously I was like, do I tell her? Do I not tell her? I don't
1: know what to do. Also, it was like let's, weird. Let's add some context. He cheated oh, okay. on me multiple times. Oh, yeah. I didn't times. know if you wanted to get into that. No, that's okay. He cheated on me multiple yeah. times. And while he was out with this other girl, was still trying to get back together with me. hmm And... That's an important context. Thank you. Yeah. yeah,
3: I didn't know if you wanted to go that far, but I'm glad you did, you know, we're being open and honest on hot off the mess. Mm-hmm. And it was so strange because I was like I didn't know what to do. Like a part of, if I was alone or like with another like person, I probably would have said something to him, but I I truly just like was deer in headlights. So then, I tell Paige whatever. Oh, maybe a week later, Paige calls me leaving the gym because she's a fit queen. And she's (laughs) like, I saw your ex-boyfriend. He was in my class. Mm
1: -hmm. Ropes and rowers. (laughs) (laughs) Ropes and rowers on Mondays.
3: Yeah. And I was like, what are the fucking chances? Because again, you've never run into your exes like that. Mm -hmm. I've never run into mine. But we ran into each other's. And what's even weirder is we both kind of started dating them around the same time. We broke up around the same time. Like... So the fact that we ran into them within days of each other. And I was like, Paige, did he recognize you? Because he had met you before. Yeah. And, you know, he's kind of a little bit of a ding dong sometimes. And I was like, (laughs) did he recognize you? And she was like, oh, Sam, the instructor was like yelling my name. (laughs) It's (laughs) like, get after
1: it, Paige. (laughs) Yes, Paige. And you're like, so if he didn't know it was me. Oh, no, but he knew it was me because I was standing by him. And we got separated <laughs> into groups and the way we were partitioned, he would have been in my group and he bolted to the other ran. side of the, Fucking s- the studio. Ran, And I'm like, you don't want to be in my group? Oh. You don't want to be in my group? Where are you going? Oh. Are we saying his name? Oh, Multiple shit. times? <laughs> we, maybe we should edit that
3: <laughs> Just bleep. If, bleep if, it, if yeah, Maddie could good. just
1: bleep. bleep, Yeah, bleep. That would be
3: good. Fantastic. I love that I was like, we're not saying his name and you were like, <laughs> bam, bam,
1: bam. Whatever. It's fine. It's good.
3: Oh, God. Wow. What a memory lane. And then, you know, you and I, we are, we're getting back out there. We're, we're, um, we've had things some, are happening for we've us. Had, we've had a sad girl fall. We have had sad girl fall, but you know what? It's nice that we have a soundtrack.
1: Oh, we have, you know Such what I mean? a good soundtrack. I scream Adele. I scream. Because nothing
3: is worse than being brokenhearted in the summer, because everything is so happy. Oh, every I mean, song that comes out is like all about pool parties, drinking, having fun, mimosas, bottomless brunch. Like it's all good times. But once fall comes, that's right. That's our time to shine. <laughs> we shine. We literally were like, we're gonna have sad girl fall, but then we're gonna have hot girl winter, hot and girl I feel like winter. we are. I feel like we're on the, the we're on the brink, like we're we're, the we're almost there.
1: I mean, we're we out here. Yeah, holidays are coming, and we're sexy.
3: <laughs> we the holidays <laughs> are coming, and we're sexy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's any married at first sight fans out there.
1: I mean, I'm listening. one. I'm no, one I,
3: of them. Oh, I know. We love and them. you love Married right at First Sight. I do. It's one of the funniest <laughs> things ever because like you love Bravo, but the way that you love Married at First Sight. Day- oh,
1: I it's like the show. It's one of the shows that I will will get ready to watch and I have to like make a full meal and like mm-hmm. sit with my full meal ready to go to watch it. Like normally Digest. when I'm watching shows, I will like maybe play Candy Crush, Obviously, I'm on level 9,872 right now. Don't be jealous, guys. And I'm she's almost not, at 10, She's not joking. 000. She's literally not joking. I will a screenshot later. But <laughs> Married at First Sight, I am glued. And I tweet the experts, uh, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Viviana, and Pastor Cal, to come to Detroit because I am going to be on Married at First Sight, Detroit. Yeah. And you always try to get
3: me to do it. You're like, Sam.
1: They love best we friends. We can do it together. <laughs> <laughs> they love
3: best friends. So let's get into Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Where do you stand right now?
1: I I will start with (laughs) truly the most central person to my life right now is Jen Shaw. Absolutely. The Shaw rest. I am both excited that Jen was able to very slowly leave the van and still miss the FBI because I feel like she was delaying a little bit in the hopes that they would come. I really do. Wow. I feel like really? she was I – fe- I mean, she was not in any she, hurry to get out of there. I mean, she was taking her sweet time. Like, she was, like, digging through her snack bag. Like, what snacks should I maybe take back home? Like, yeah. <laughs>
3: Look, girl yeah, she's like I'm about go. to
1: get in the getaway car and I'm a little hungry like what you gotta go but I feel like she was delaying a little bit just for like the little drama because she's she's the drama she's the villain she's the
3: drama <laughs> she's the villain truly gen and people are you know saying well what's the difference between her and Erica because you know obviously people were really hard on Erica myself included the difference for me with the Between Jen and Erica. Okay. One, Mm -hmm. Jen is charged. Yes. Like with Erica, it's all speculation, which I think makes it a little bit more like dangerous. Like you have to be careful what you say because it's all alleged. Mm -hmm. With Jen, she's charged. She's also so narcissistic. So delusional. The level
1: of delusion is incredible.
3: Yeah. Like, and she's like fully leaning into this. like. With Erica, it was like getting mad when people talked about it, getting like with Jen, it's like there was homeland security. Like the fact that she's been charged, I think it gives us space to kind of like make a little bit of jokes about it. Yeah, I'm cool. Like we're able to kind of be like, holy, because you're just in shock. Whereas with Erica, it's like, oh, my God. And I think, too, with Erica, it's like. It's easier to wrap our head around the victims. Like, yeah, it's much more visible, like where you're like, OK, they were like burned victims. Well, maybe like we'll feel different victims.
1: after this Hulu documentary that's coming oh out. God. But I I think that it's obviously horrible mm-hmm. what Jen and her and Stu Chains did. And Ooh, amongst the others, on her. I know loyalty is important to a woman like Jen Shaw. If yeah. you're going to, like, she's going to send you text messages using B-C-U-Z because from a burner phone. And she's going to fuck you up to chains. And you better be really deep in that prison because. He is probably
3: going to flip on her so hard
1: well, at, for I a mean, plea deal. Fuck yeah. I, I mean, if you're going to be a rat coming from my mob wives moment in time, like, you got to lean in and be a rat. Like, you can't be a half rat. No. You gotta do it. You gotta all. be full pizza subway the, 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 <laughs> the, the rat. Like, what a throwback.
3: <laughs> yeah. You know, early quarantine <laughs> energy. Okay, so where do you stand with Heather?
1: I think Heather has so much religious trauma. Heather You is, think? Yeah, I mean Like, that's not exactly like a hot take, but (laughs) (laughs) I just think that like she nothing that comes out of her mouth is what I would predict. I think she always says the thing that like I would never think and I would never say like you see Homeland Security, NYPD, the popo. You see the popo when she called them. I know the popo when you see the popo and your first thought is to the person they're looking for and you are so like your brain synapses are like not firing clearly because you're like they're saying they want to see if she's okay they're not coming for her they're coming to check on her it's like heather
3: whitney and lisa were like are you the dumbest fucking person alive literally (laughs) like she was like should i text her
1: yeah. And I don't think I Heather's- don't think you should do that. <laughs> no, Lisa was like, I don't think you should. Her cadence and- is amazing.
3: Her- oh, God. I live and breathe for Lisa Barlow. Lisa Barlow berries and bacon.
1: Um. <laughs> so, I- okay. <sighs> and then she's saying at the dinner, I would stay friends with her. I would visit Jennifer Shaw in prison. Because she's going away for decades. And and then in the same breath is like confused yeah. that her friend is getting out of the Uber. I don't really understand what that conversation was like. Me- like what was meant to come from that? I understand they're like, there are things about Jen that are weird. and yes. I And I understand that's where they were trying to go with that conversation. But like, why are you guys talking about like her jumping out of the Uber? Like that has any... Like credence to her being oh. like a scammer. I don't, well, what like,
3: I find weird about Whitney or not Whitney Heather bringing that up was like you have a ton of information already on what's going on with Jennifer Shaw and her unsavory business <laughs> and her and her unsavory business. And you're still like, I will visit her in prison. I am a ride or die bitch for Jennifer Shaw. But yet you want Lisa to tell you all the information. It's like, well, with the information that you do have, you're still on her side, and it's. And I don't think I've ever said about any friend I've had that I there are things I hate about them. Oh no, she said that about her, and yeah. I was like, then why are you doing that? It's That's weird. the religious it's trauma, like, though. That's the religious it's trauma. It's coming out. Yeah, and it's, it's coming out hard. It's like a weird, like she's, while she says she's trying to run from being, having a moral high ground, she's also doing that with Jen. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't understand it. Like, you don't have to be friends with someone anymore that did all of this. And Lisa's like, I feel duped. Like, I
1: feel like this isn't the person I thought she was. And And they're acting like that's a weird reaction. Like, I just don't understand. Even with the Erica stuff, like with Sutton. Okay, Stella. Okay, Stella. My dog. Stella's Um, getting in. Stella has thoughts. Stella, I mean, she jumped right up when I said Erica Girardi. What do you think, Stella? (laughs) But what, like, the reaction with Sutton. They were like, how could you do that? It's like, uh, my friend potentially frauded a lot of people. And I have Mm -hmm. thoughts about that. Like, why is Lisa's reaction wrong but heather is a good friend like why was sutton's reaction wrong like they are confused their friend potentially did really harmful hurtful things and i think that i would react the same way lisa did i would call all six of my attorneys i would keep my sunglasses on in the van so that they can't see me cry on camera and mm-hmm. I would cover my mouth as if I don't have a microphone on when I'm mm-hmm. whispering to my husband. Exactly.
3: I would do pretty much everything that Lisa Barlow is doing, too. I don't think her reaction is weird. I don't think I think Whitney has such a fucking hard on for Lisa Barlow that like she will find anything and like to dog blow about it up. Yeah. yeah. To talk because they were like. What does Lisa know, or you know? They she made it she's about acting her
1: suspicious. They said on the bus. Yeah, I was like, why is well, it weird her, that she's like crying about her sons and also mad about her friend? Like, I just don't understand. I don't understand this either.
3: And she's like, also, I mean, she's mourning the loss of like someone she thought was a different person, mm-hmm. someone that she had defended, someone that she had been friends with, someone who, I mean, sent her a questionable anonymous text
1: that. Was I wish they got more into that during the dinner instead of I do too, instead of her hopping out of an Uber a block away, which is
3: weird. I I, like when Heather brought that up, I was definitely like, Oh, like what's going on? Right. But then they brought up these texts and I was like, What? And Lisa said, I knew it was her because the only person I know who says, who types like that is Jennifer Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Meredith hiring a private investigator?
1: I, she explained this on Watch What Happens Live. I know I'm like one of seven people that watch Watch What Happens Live every single night. But You really do. Whenever I go to her house, she's always like, there's a new Watch What Happens Live. I'm like, okay, I guess we'll fire it up. I, I don't know why. I used you love to, it. I loved Chelsea Lately. And when that loved. show went off the air, there was such a deep void in my heart that mm-hmm. I filled it with something else. And most of the time, I really enjoy Watch What Happens Live, but Meredith talked on Watch What Happens Live about hiring this private investigator, not because she was trying to figure out if it was Jen Shaw, but because she was trying to figure out who sent, I'm assuming her son, because she didn't really clarify these mm-hmm. texts. But I, I, think, I think her hiring the private investigator was probably for her son. I understand her concern for him. I, they didn't share the text that, meredith received or her son received i don't know what the content was but if it was enough that she needed to do that i also don't know how you can like assume it's a person but not definitively say like i feel like a private investigator would not be like it's probably your castmate on your show and not be able to be like i'm definitively saying it's your right. castmate on your show so yeah i don't know i just think that was weird i think meredith is i really liked her the first season i think she's so beautiful and i think her kid's like, her family is truly stunning. stunning, Like, but, gorgeous. But there, she's just not a good housewife.
3: She's just not. I think hopefully we'll see more from her as the season goes on. Because yeah. I know her and Jen, like, come, you know, toe-to-toe with each other eventually. Which, I have to say, the fact that Jennifer Shaw was arrested... My Homeland Security was put in a courthouse and is still continuing to film. I'm like, I don't stand because she is.
1: I stand. Is uh, she okay? She, you know, uh, I love the, the law. I love mess in my Marie Kondo voice. I just think you her waiving mess. her attorney-client privilege to film, and she's just like, "What does this mean?" What's yeah, going- she's like. I just
3: think this is happening to me because I'm too giving. <laughs> that is called narcissism. She's so She's scary. Tr- truly is terrifying. Yeah. I find her to be a Disney villain in the best way possible. Like I think sometimes I I don't understand sometimes with housewives fans um this idea that People are like, get them off the show. Like, get this person off the show. It's good it's TV. Like, it's good TV. Why do we need – I don't watch Bravo, and I've never watched Bravo because it seems to have, like, some sort of moral compass. Um, I don't look to my housewives They're not, like, too. role
1: models.
3: No. I, it's Occasionally, it's wish fulfillment. It's obviously – I mean – I loved in Not All Diamonds and Rose the book that, you know, our friend Dave Quinn wrote where they talked about Tamra Judge basically like reinventing Housewives because she started drama within the group. And I think that, that was great. And it's like that's why I started watching. Yeah. So I don't get this idea that people are like, Jen shouldn't be on the show anymore. And it's like Jen is, this is her job. This is and the if show she chooses, too. if she chooses to be on the show, then
1: okay. That's her look, choice look what happened the first eight episodes. They were snooze. The first Duds. exciting thing that happened was Mary's Italian dinner. Oh my God. We should talk about Mary and Whitney. Okay, let's talk about it. I find
3: this dynamic to be so strange. I have a thing with Whitney and I don't know what it is. I find her to be so annoying. She's just trash. I'm just gonna say it. I find her so annoying. I I want to like her. Like, there's something about her that I'm like, she's a down-ass bitch. I want to hang out with her. I want to drink White Claws and go on, like, a dog sled. And then she loses me again. When yeah. she's, like, looking at Mary, dead ass. I love says, you. I love you. You don't, what? Whitney. You
1: die I, and you want her approval. It's but weird. That's, like, she's, that's that Mormon religious trauma, too, because I feel like she knows Mary is not God as, like, her parishioners allegedly think she is. Mm -hmm. But it seems like she wants that, like, approval from, like, this godlike person. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, also, there's something about it, and Chris and I talked about it on the podcast that came out on Tuesday, where there's something just kind of icky to me about this whole cult thing with Mary, but it's just, it doesn't sit right with me that it's, like, the only black woman on the cast is being told that her church is basically a cult when mm-hmm. it's like the backdrop of this show is mormonism it's like what are we doing right now it's like also oh, yeah. it's it's strange to me and it, it, and but then there's also people like Jamal Bryant who run this like mega church mm-hmm. and it's like do people say that that's a cult
1: no, they don't. People
3: worship him. People they, give money. Like that's that's what they do. I don't. I don't understand. I. It just feels kind of I icky mean, to Cameron, me.
1: Cameron mortgaging his house is like very insane, though. It's insane, but that doesn't mean it's a cult. No, it just means
3: that he made a really poor decision.
1: <laughs> I I would just hope that Whitney can dive like divert herself from this because I just think that she brings. She can bring fun to the show mm-hmm. without totally. it, without it being like gross. And cringe. she's she's so cringe. That's the perfect word for her is like, she is so cringe. She makes me uncomfortable the way she talks with her husband. I'm like... Oh, they're getting... I have a feeling, I have a prediction
3: they'll be divorced in five years.
1: Oh, you, very Vicky Gumbleson of you.
3: Very Vicky Gumbleson of me. Yeah. Like, I just... There's something about it where he... I mean... Uh, Like Karen Huger, I always go back to this when I think about age differences in relationships. Is Karen Huger was like, Ray and I had a fantastic relationship when I was in my 30s and he was in his 50s. Yeah. But then that changes because then now you're in your 50s and he's in his 70s. Like the relationship does change. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she's just getting started. And he's winding down. And he's winding. He's winding down. He's really leveled down. He's really leveled down, and I don't understand why we're getting a Karen Huger spinoff. And I
1: love Karen, but I don't need that in my life. I do not. I wanted a Giselle spinoff. I would have done. I would have done a Giselle spinoff any day of the week with her girls. With her, well, because I'm like I don't really know her day and night, day day and
3: night. And with Karen, it's like I don't really. Her daughter is beautiful, Raven. I know nothing about her son. I don't have any investment in her family. Anyways, so that's kind of what I think is happening with Whitney right now. Is like yeah. she's on the go so much because the show, and it's like he's winding down as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're gonna. last. They're,
3: I don't think they're gonna last. I think that they love each other, but eventually, I don't. I don't know.
1: Mary um, having her husband's name and her phone as dad is was deeply, deeply upsetting to me, and that's all I want to say about that. Okay. Okay. It was. It was deeply upsetting to I okay. think everyone. When I first saw that, I was like, what? Is she using someone it, else's phone? Is she calling yeah. her? I was like, is her father alive? Like, is she calling I her I thought d- that too. Is, that, is she calling her dad? But like, I, I was just so confused. The, the Salt Lake City is good because of Genshaw. And I just think that we need to acknowledge that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: I think like it's the nucleus. It brings them all together. because otherwise I don't think these women are really friends like that I think Lisa and Meredith are friends obviously Whitney and Heather are like cousins cousins or something I don't know
0: enjoy quality homemade meals without the hassle with Chef you can choose from thousands of authentic dishes prepared with care by the best local cooks in your community all made with fresh ingredients and delivered right to your door it's like your own personal chef with an unbeatable variety. Explore cuisines from over 90 different countries from Mexico to Thailand and more at chef.com. That's chef with an S.com.
3: So I feel like we pretty much covered Salt Lake City. We we covered a lot there. You have recently just finished the last episode of Ultimate Girls Trip. Oh,
1: my God. I just want to say next summer, my th- mm-hmm. the theme song of my summer is the theme song to Ultimate Girls Trip. Housewives on the island, baby. <laughs> it's, like, no. it's so
3: good. It's so good. This show has like, I love Housewives so much and I've said it before, but to like, to see the women that we've been watching for 10 plus years mm-hmm. come together and like break the fourth wall in this way is so fascinating
1: to me. I love it so much.
3: I and smile I, the entire episode. Oh
1: my God. I'm literally like... The whole time cheesing hard. Hard. And hard. I, you brought this up when you were talking with Friend of the Pod, Allison. But oh, Queen. Queen Allison. Yeah. She... um you guys brought up the on-the-spot confessionals. I lost it. I watched these episodes for the first time with my cousin Gina. She was saying she was going to come w- watch them at my house. I'm like, if you're not here, the second my food is ready and I sit down, I'm starting without you. And mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck because this is <laughs> this is my Super Bowl. Yeah. This is my World Series. Mm-hmm. This is my Olympics. Oh, my God. Sports. I'm just trying to put it in the context of Gina too. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah she's, a she's girl. really sportier. Yeah. yeah. That first on the spot confessional, I scream. I was like, we're doing this. We're doing real world. We're, we're doing Jersey Shore. We're yes. doing America's Next Top Model. It's really. Housewives After Dark. I love it. I wish they did more. I wish they did more in the Zone. I do too. But I I really, really love the On the Spots. I love – I was really skeptical about this group of women. I think everyone kind of was I wanted it to be more drama, but I'm actually really loving the direction they're going in. I have always been a tree hugger. You mentioned that you are now – I love Teresa. I think Teresa is so great because she's so simple. Like, I understand Teresa. I really do. Teresa, all Teresa wants is blind loyalty, regardless if she's right or wrong, regardless Mm -hmm. if she has been a complete psychopath. Mm -hmm. She does not want you to ever bring up anything that's bad. She doesn't Mm -hmm. want you to show her news articles about a sad story. She wants fluff and she's fluff and I love her.
3: Yeah, there's well. So what I thought was really interesting is how Cynthia kind of gave her that like, safe space I think Teresa feels really safe in this group like yeah. no one's trying to gotcha her whereas I think sometimes on Jersey it was that way for a long time like people really really wanted her to like cry about being in jail and like do this thing and she's like listen I did what I had to do for my family it's over it's done I don't want to talk about it anymore yeah so when she said to Cynthia like when I went to jail I got fucking to quote Winnie I got the fucking chills mm-hmm Broad <laughs> because broad, because I was just like she's never said jail no she said she said camp she, said, camp. she yeah. said I went away like and now I think there's also I mean I you know I've been the number
1: one Louis hater but he's love he loves her he loves I'm her sure he loves does him. I'm sure Louis does love Teresa my least favorite housewife yeah is Ramona. Mm -hmm. Right above her is probably I really, really don't like Mia. I really don't like Mia one quotation Mm. Thornton. (laughs) I really don't. And I don't I struggle with her a lot. Yeah. Obviously. I I, and I I it's on a different level. Like Ramona is at a thousand for me. Mia is at like a negative one hundred. You know what I mean? Okay. Like Ramona is just such trash. She's been trash for years. I never really got entertainment value from her. You just thought she was nasty. I always like you thought she was think you just think she's like mean. Yeah, like yeah. I'll never forget her saying to Tinsley like she looked like shit and she looked better than her. Like, what is wrong with you? Like I just Yeah, she's just mean.
3: She's so mean. She's just a really mean person. And I genuinely think that if her and Mario didn't get divorced or the whole thing happened, I don't think she would still be on the show. I think If they stayed married, she would have been fired because, like, what else does she? What else would she have brought by now? Like nothing. Like we just wanted to watch her journey. The
1: same shit. She was always fucking rude. She's so
3: mean to Sonia. She she talks a lot of shit about Sonia's like appearance. Like I will never forget. She said something about how Sonia has like put on um, like, wrinkles oh. here and then, like, talks about her weight and stuff. I'm like, you're fucking nasty. Nasty. You're so nasty. Whereas with Mia, I don't feel, obviously, that way towards her because yeah. I don't think she is. I just don't get her. Yeah. I don't understand her. I think she, like, I mean, Satan loves confusion and I think, like, she never makes sense. No. She's very Kelly Kalor and ben Simone, in my opinion, like, where she contradicts herself constantly and I just, like, I can't. I can't.
1: Yeah. I can't. Ramona's not great. And I think actually Cynthia is not really getting a great edit
3: this housewives trip. So I have a theory about that. Let's hear it. I have a theory that Cynthia knew that she was on her way out. Okay. Cynthia knew her time on Atlanta was coming to an end Mm -hmm. and was like, I'm going to make shit happen in this house.
1: But she's not really making shit happen. She's just kind of being like a Debbie well, her Downer. And, her and Kenya,
3: I don't think, are friends anymore.
1: I mean, I watched that Watch What Happens Live episode two, and it was like kind of awkward. And yeah. also, I will say this in episode four, I like Kyle. Kyle's great for the show. I don't think yeah. Kyle's a great friend. I think Kyle's actually a really not great friend to at least the people that I see on TV. You can tell she grew up in Hollywood. She grew up in Hollywood with Big Bang. Because
3: I don't think she's... I think, like, I mean, her best friend is Faye Resnick. Like, yeah. I don't think that that like bodes well. Yeah, morally corrupt. Yeah, and I'm just like, I like Kyle a lot. Like, as a mother, as a wife, I enjoy her on the show. Mm-hmm. But she's not the star she thinks she is. I agree. And there's part when she said that her and Mario fucked, or Mauricio fucked at the Black Tie Dinner, and then Kenya goes. What kind of black tie dinner is where you wear a short dress?
1: Well, her working through that was hilarious because she was like, "She she's wearing her short dress. She's like, "How is was a black tie. I'm just, I love yeah, Kenya. I'm like, I love Kenya. Kenya I think, Kenya you know Kenya what? will find the hole in any story and she oh. will be like, you thought. She'll blow it up. You thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
3: She's like, that feels inconsistent. I'm going to dive into this further. Yeah. I really am happy with Kenya's edit, I think, because, you know, with, when she's taken out, uh, like Teresa, like when she's taken out of that situation where everyone's coming for her, I think she'd, you know who would do great on this? Who? My candy. My candy girl. Candy
1: gal would do so well.
3: She would do really good. I think people would really fall in love with her. I know people get annoyed that I ride so hard for her and people often ask me why. And I say, I find her to be funny. I think I she's think, hilarious
1: and so I think smart. she's deeply
3: hurt and troubled mm-hmm. by the relationship with her mother. But I don't understand like, why her relationship with her mom doesn't get the same amount of like empathy that like mia gets with her mom i get that they're completely different situations and like what mia went through in her life is absolutely horrific but also candace is in clearly a verbally mentally emotionally abusive relationship with her mom i mean her mom hit her with a purse like her mom's not a nice woman Mm -mm. the way she treats
1: chris bassett
3: oh god Yeah, not good.
1: But, okay, my last question,
3: because, you know, we're going to wrap this up, because we've been chatting for a while, Mm -hmm. is who would you bring on Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip? You have seven girls Mm -hmm. that you can bring, and where would you take them?
1: Okay. Seven ladies, and Mm -hmm. we can go anywhere. I want to do something. I want to do something. I like... The tropical ones. I do like tropical yeah. trips a lot. You thrive in a tropical location. Oh, me in Cancun a couple weeks ago, that was my peak. I'm, I'll yeah. never reach it again. No. And it's because I was dancing on elevated surfaces the whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would do definitely a tropical location, maybe something like Rio de Janeiro with a little oh. culture. Like, I love like a culture. You Did inclusion. you like Cartagena? Cartagena was my favorite trip I've ever watched it was okay. so good when they shit the floor well Samantha I'm <laughs> I mean the boat ride I mean oh, the boat ride where I mean the, they almost I mean the, con- the constant crying multiple fights happening at the same table like you know the cameramen did not know where to point those cameras no they because they were also fighting for their lives <laughs> <laughs> when, when Countess Luann in the
3: confessional, I will never forget this. It makes me laugh like to the point where I have tears <laughs> in my eyes when she's like, the captain came out with swords a la Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard because it's so funny. It's so tragic. And I will never forget where I was when I saw those photos of them sitting on the floor of the airport post Cartagena
1: Oh my God. When,
3: Lu- when Ramona's in that wheelchair, I
1: screamed ramona okay. should be confined to a wheelchair for life like just fuck <laughs> that life. fuck her yeah um truly hate her i truly hate um her. Rio okay so Genaro. you would go somewhere
3: cultural and who would you bring
1: i would bring okay let me go city by city so beverly hills i would bring dorit and i okay. would bring lvp oh my God. i would okay Messy. Um, Messy. No one from OC. I I just think they're like a non-starter. I love love OC, but I just don't think they ever need to come on trips besides this. I'm so excited for Bluestone Manor, but whatever. Oh my god. I would want to bring Alexia from Miami. Love. She's Um, my favorite. I would bring Candy Gal. And I would bring... I feel like Candy Gal and Giselle have fun together. Mm
2: -hmm. I would bring
1: the two of them. And I, think, I think Candace hates her right now, but yeah. Do they? Yeah. Yeah, I, that probably makes sense.
3: Because Giselle looked at Candace and was like, if she hit you, I wouldn't feel
1: Maybe that I will do Candy and Ashley because they're kind of on like a fun up, upwards, upwards. They have fun. They're a mini
3: Karen and Giselle.
1: Yeah. Luann and Sonia. And I would bring Dolores and Marge. Who do I want to add from Atlanta? I like Latoya. <laughs>
3: Oh, I love Latoya. I bring want LaToya. Marlo. I
1: want Marlo. Marlo. Yeah,
3: I support that. Okay. You know what I would do? What? I would go to somewhere snowy. I want mountains, so I would do something like Banff in Canada. Okay, like gorgeous. I want people might not know what that is, so maybe spell Google, bitch. Oh, Banff. It's B A N F F F F F F F F. I would bring Tamra Judge. Margaret, mm-hmm. Nene
1: Leaks, mm-hmm.
3: Lisa Barlow. Um. Oh, I would bring Marlow. I feel okay, so I'd bring Nini, Marlow, Margaret, Lisa Barlow, Tamara Judge, Ashley Darby, and I would bring Sonia.
1: Fun. Yeah, I
3: feel like they would have fun, and I would love to see Nene Leaks on a mountain.
1: I would love to see Nini on a mountain. I would love to see Nini on a ski lift.
3: Oh God. <laughs> You know who would be really funny? You know what I'm showing sure I'm very intrigued by is Portia Family Matters. I'm I'm excited to see what happens. Are I we? guess she doesn't get a I guess she doesn't get a great at it. I guess it kind of makes her who look terrible if we're
1: About that show because she's a she's a freaking coward that didn't come back to Atlanta. I'm sorry. True. You can't do shit like that and then leave. I don't care that yeah. you got a spinoff. Stay on your show let Mm -hmm. them let them answer
3: the questions that are going to be thrown at you absolutely that is so
1: lame i'm not giving that show my dvr space okay yeah i don't watch anything live
3: (laughs) all right Paige, this was so much fun tell everybody where they can find
1: you on the instagram my Instagram is at page Christina, P A I G E C R I S T I N A. And I have two teacher projects right now that you guys should really? donate to because I'm trying to get some wiggle stools for my kindergartners. And it's the same on Twitter. I'm much funnier on Twitter than I am on Instagram. On You're Twitter. very, I love your chaos on Twitter. You're <laughs> such an aided of chaos over there. Yeah.
3: Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I, like I said, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving and everyone's, you know. Stuffed full of turkey. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And of course you can use the code HOTM over at thedip.com for 20% off and make sure you check out the other amazing podcasts brought to you by The Dip. There's TV Watcher Pete, Pop Chaser, Slap Pig Podcast. There's a ton. I always say that. And of course, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Say
1: nice things yeah <laughs> say nice things Sam, must Sam screenshots and sends me the sad ones and I feel bad be nice to yeah, my friend I, Sam guys be nice you to my know, friend Sam you know what
3: I can't change my voice it's fine um, Just those ones I've gotten over the one that kind of hit me hard was when they said I was a total failure uh, but that's okay we're going to end this on a high note and I'm thankful for all of you so I will see you all on the gram bye